There's a good chance that as you listen to this podcast, you're sitting on a mass-produced piece of furniture. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but what if you could learn the skills to make your own? Andrew McDonald could teach you. He's a factory supervisor at our Toowoomba campus, Colin Co Museum, where talented and knowledgeable people like Andy are keeping traditional trades and crafts alive. I'm Laura Cantrell, museum graphic designer and sometimes podcast host, and I'm hoping that after talking with Andy, you and I will be inspired to listen to the next Museum Reveal episode, sitting on a piece of furniture we've crafted ourselves. Hi, Andy. How are you? Yes, I'm good. Thank you for joining us today. Can, can we begin by what's a typical work day for you? Um, each day is different, and I love that. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's working with some volunteers, some old boys that come in and help me, and we're doing uh, some restoration work at the moment, rebuilding a, a horse-drawn vehicle. But other times it'll be um, building things for exhibitions or the shop. I've, I've built things for um, Ipswich and Brisbane for the shops and also um, inter- interactives and stuff like that. But other times I get to repair interactives from exhibitions or things that the kids here break. Mm-hmm. And some of the tools that you work with have been used for hundreds of years. How did yeah. you come to learn how to use them? Um, oh, I guess it's always been a passion. I, when I was at, at uni, I, I worked at the uni in the arts department for many years here. And I did an exhibition where I made a set of furniture, but I used tools that I made. So it took me a year and a half to make the tools. And then I turned around and made a full set of furniture just using those tools. So, yeah, a long, a long apprenticeship at it, really. Um, but a a lot of research and that's the bit I loved about it using finding out what tools people use to do certain tasks in the old days well for the recent display split saw and shaped you took up the challenge to make a wooden wheel using only hand tools how did you find that process it was fascinating it was also really hard work Um, Jeff and I the curator here he he was my um, right hand man we were manning things like the cross-cut saw to cut up a really hard log and you you suddenly realise, one, that you're getting older, but two, how strong those old blokes must have been, well, the blokes must have been in the old days. It is really hard yakka. And why do you think it's important that we keep passing along these skills? I think really because we're the last generation, well, I I am, of the people that were actually using those tools. My my father, my grandfather. Once once I'm gone, I guess that my son won't have any connection with those or daughters won't have any connection with the people that are actually using them as for a living. Yeah. And then, then it's the, um, there's no continuity and we're finding that even with remaking or making wagon wheels, the continuity of the trade has been broken. So we're actually having to relearn things, experimental archeology. span <laughs> I like it. Well, Coven Co Museum is known for its hands-on workshops where people can have a go at trades and crafts like blacksmithing and leather plating. Why do you think they're so popular? I think there is a little bit of a um, bit of pushback, a little bit of um, reversion to um, to actually using your hands. Like the modern way of making things now is with CNC and you know um, 3D printers and such, and it's so hands-off. It's all cerebral. It's all in the brain and the programming and the app or whatever it is. And people are, you know, I think there's an inbuilt desire to actually use your hands and people are coming back to it. You know, the, there's a real craze for spoon carving. I don't know if you've heard that. Yeah, no, I have heard that. Yeah, wooden spoons. It's, it's huge, you know, huge on Instagram. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, yeah. Do you take any of the workshops yourself? Yeah, I run, I run um, the one in rustic furniture, which is one I've developed over quite a few years. And I'm using a, a local 
timber species called privet, Legustrum lucidum, and it's a um, a pest species. Everyone hates it, and it's in the creeks, and it, it's up in Mullaney. It's down the coast. It's near Sydney, and no one minds if I cut it down, but it's a really strong, usable timber. I know that um, you work with metal as well as timber, but what's your favourite material to work with? Both. <laughs> I like combining them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually, I have a real passion for aluminium as well. I've worked a lot in aluminium, public sculptures, and um, yeah, I did did a little bit of sheet metal work on aircraft way back, back in the 80s. So I like aluminium, but yeah, metal and wood, I just love combining them. With your sculptures, do you use traditional tools on those as well? Yes and no. Some some of the early phases, for instance, if I'm doing some cast aluminium work, I might work on the, the original model with hand tools, but yeah, I've got a quite a range of um, power tools as well at home, buffers and grinders and things. Well, a little birdie told me that you made the boardroom table at Cobb & Co Museum, which is quite distinctive, and we'll put a link to a photo in the show notes so people can see your handiwork. But what, yeah. what else have you made that we might find around up there? Oh, there's some wagon wheels, of course, on vehicles. One of the best ones, our favourite ones I made was a um, like a peep show, and it has a, a TV monitor hidden in it, but you view it and it looks like an antique piece of furniture. And, but it has a, um, a reconstructed video inside it. Yeah, that was good. That was fun to make. But unfortunately, with COVID, it's out of circulation at the moment. Oh, that's a shame. But I also Speaking made the... Of... Oh, sorry, there's two bars I made okay. as well for functions. Yeah, yeah. one's the horseshoe bar and the other one is a uh, like a market cart with wagon wheels on it and a canopy. You, yeah. yeah, you've certainly made a lot of different things. <laughs> How many wheels do you think you've made over the years? Not very many, really. Probably only about six. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got another four to make on this project we're working on now. I've made two uh, two cannon wheels for a cannon that's at uh, Hendra. Yeah, it's been in the collection, the Queensland Museum collection for many years, and it's hard to move because it's got no wheels on it. So one day that'll, they'll meet up. <laughs> that's good. Um, have you got a favourite thing to make? Yeah, stick furniture probably. Yeah. Yeah, the rustic furniture. It's Each time you make one, it's different because the branches are a different shape and, you know, you make different height stools for kids or adults or, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Is your house full of rustic stick furniture? No. No, I've also um, I've got a bit of a, a passion for pulling apart pianos. <laughs> so I've got a lot of furniture made out of piano recycled parts, the panels of walnut and mahogany and such. Well, I think we're going to wrap up now with our rapid-fire Museum in a Minute questions. Right. Are you ready? Here we go. Yep. Yes. Let's see how far we can get in one minute. All right. I'll be brief. What's your favourite museum object? Um, uh, the dinosaurs. What did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, a naturalist. Favourite museum memory? Um, not pass. Not pass. Do you prefer to work in a studio or workshop or outdoors in nature? Uh, in the workshop. A highlight from your career? Um, public sculpture on uh, Melbourne Street in West End, still there. If you could do another job in the museum for a day, what would it be? Oh, it'd have to be Jim's job, wouldn't it? <laughs> CEO, yeah, yeah that'd be a good, good one to have a go at. Yeah. What do people think you do at work? Uh, I think they, they, yeah, a lot of people say I'll just play. I'm just in my playroom all the time. Your favourite hidden gem in the Toowoomba region? Um, um, 
Yeah. Oh, no, too, it took too long. Where our minute is over. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a few. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> too many to mention. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us today, Andy. No worries. If you head to Comico Museum, you may well find Andy at work in the National Carriage Factory, where there are always plenty of interesting things to look at and opportunities to speak with artisans and craftspeople like Andy. Thanks for joining us on the Museum Revealed podcast. What did you uncover this episode? If you're interested in learning more, view the show notes linked below. You can follow Queensland Museum on social media at QLD Museum or head to our website at qm.qld.gov.au. While you're there, sign up to our e-news list to find out what's on at the museum. Until next time, stay curious.